from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, October 30th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Ohio's governor said yesterday as cases skyrocket across the state that now is not the time to become lax with COVID-19 prevention measures. Kevin Landers has more. The governor called on Ohioans to get back to fundamentals and wear masks, wash hands and social distance. He says it's worked before to reduce the spread and believes it can work again. I asked the governor, what is the strategy moving forward? And he explained the mindset Ohioans need to be asking themselves. You know, so much of this comes down to what people do in their own individual lives where government cannot interfere. We don't want our lives ripped apart. We want to keep our kids in school. We want to keep working. The governor called for the creation of a COVID defense team for every county in the state. The team made up of health professionals, mayors, county commissioners, and community leaders are tasked with explaining to residents about the seriousness of this virus. We must mask more. We must distance more. We must be more careful. Uh, We must wash our hands more. We must have more ventilation uh, inside, particularly as we move more inside. We can control our own destiny. In the State House, Kevin Landers. The state's largest school district and its teachers union have reached an agreement about safety precautions needed for some students to begin returning to the classroom. Krista Frost reports. About two weeks worth of negotiations and finally an agreement between Columbus City Schools and the Columbus Education Association. It details more about the learning plan through the first semester, January 15th. The agreement states the district will require all staff and students to wear masks on the bus and at school. It also talks about providing gloves and disposable overlay coats if needed, among other specific safety precautions. Now there's enforceable language in the the memorandum that says the district is going to provide this. And so and, and so we do feel good about that. The district also announced complex needs students will now stay virtual through the semester. In Columbus, Krista Frost. The energy company tied to the state's largest ever bribery scheme involving the bailout of two failing nuclear power plants has fired its chief executive officer. The Akron Beacon Journal reports First Energy fired Chuck Jones as its CEO and named a replacement shortly after two men pleaded guilty in the $61 million bribery investigation that also led to the arrest of former House Speaker Larry Householder. The company said an internal review found Jones and two other executives violated certain First Energy policies and its code of conduct. First Energy had previously said it had done nothing wrong in connection with the federal investigation. Those two Ohio political operatives pleaded guilty yesterday for their role in the bribery case. Dave James has more. Juan Cespedes is a lobbyist who's been described by investigators as a key middleman. Jeffrey Longstreth is a longtime political advisor to former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder. Both pleaded guilty in hearings yesterday before federal judge Timothy Black. Cespedes and Longstreth's attorneys said their clients decided to plead guilty after reviewing the government's evidence. Sentencing dates weren't set. Householder and two others have pleaded not guilty. Dave James, ONN News. A grand jury in Lucas County in northwest Ohio declined to file criminal charges against the two police officers involved in the June shooting of Victor Dale Jr. Michael Tater has the story. Police Chief Mike Navarre tells us the grand jury ultimately decided not to return any criminal charges against these two officers. The Oregon Firearms Review Board also met to review the 21 shots fired that night and if they were justified. The initial shots were determined to be justified and the subsequent shots were ruled to be unjustified. 
Now, the officers in this case, Joel Turner and Logan Nikavich, have been on paid administrative leave since the incident, but they will face discipline for those subsequent shots. In Oregon, Michael Tater. One firefighter is recovering following a massive fire in Newark in central Ohio last night. More from Tracy Townsend. The fire started last night at a vacant meat supply business on Clinton Street at around 8.30. The building was still smoking several hours later. We talked with the fire chief about the firefighters injuries. He fell at the scene. It looks like he has uh, some uh, potentially rib injuries and an ankle injury. Uh, He was transported to the hospital by one of the uh, EMS units and being evaluated at Licking Memorial Hospital right now. This was the second fire on Thursday. The Newark firefighters were called out to another fire. It was at an empty house. I'm Tracy Townsend. A new Quinnipiac University poll shows likely voters in Ohio are split on Joe Biden and give President Trump a negative favorability rating. Dave James has the details. For Biden, 47% of Ohioans have a favorable opinion of him and 46% unfavorable. For Trump, 43% have a favorable opinion and 50% unfavorable. Other polling data shows 39% of likely voters in Ohio say they'll vote in person on Election Day. 32% say they have voted or will vote by mail or absentee ballot. And 26% say they have or will cast their ballot at an early voting location. Dave James, I went in news. One Southwest Ohio city is asking the National Guard to set up a COVID testing site there. Steve Vaughn explains. The city of Hamilton has been testing raw sewage before it goes through the wastewater treatment process. So today's data, I got an alert showing that we've had a sustained three samples over the last seven-day period that have had a tenfold increase of viral load of COVID-19. Health Commissioner Kay Farrar says she's asking the State Department of Health to approve a pop-up testing site for the city. Butler County has been level three red the past nine weeks. Steve Vaughn, ONN. This weekend, Ohioans may be tempted to attend a Halloween party or an event during the Buckeyes-Penn State game, but a central Ohio doctor is reminding people that the coronavirus is very active right now. Tracy Townsend reports. Dr. Layla Javidi tells us how important it is to stay safe this weekend because she says you never know who you could be putting at risk. You have to really ask yourself inside if what you're doing is safe for yourself and your family and those around you. Of course, it's your prerogative to go to a party, but remember that, you know, you even going to work that next week, you might be putting somebody at risk at work that you don't even know has a very serious health condition. I'm Tracy Townsend. And millions of Americans are expected to have scaled down celebrations amid the pandemic, leaving anxious turkey farmers and grocers scrambling to predict what people will want on their holiday tables. Angela Ann has more. Cincinnati-based Kroger, the nation's largest grocery chain, said its research shows 43% of shoppers plan to celebrate only with immediate families. Kroger has purchased more turkeys than usual in all sizes, but it's also predicting an increase in demand for alternatives, including ham, pork, roast, and seafood. Walmart says it will still carry plenty of whole turkeys, but it will also have 30% more turkey breasts in its stores to accommodate shoppers who don't want to cook an entire bird. Angela Ann, ONA News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.